0: Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture, and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. The Global Migrant Festival is an online arts festival that foregrounds the stories and experiences of low-wage migrant workers and refugees through the use of the arts and literature. And uh, this is the second time that the festival is happening. It did start in Singapore, uh, but like many other events this year, the festival is being presented online. So that means it's opened up um, both the people attending as well as the people who are able to watch uh, to being from anywhere in the world, really. Um, so the festival began last weekend and is on until the 29th of November. And joining me today via Zoom to tell us more are two of the people who are featured in this festival, Warsan Witsan, who is the co-director of the Archipelago Writers Collective. Um, she's originally from Somalia. She's now based in Jakarta. And Sugi who is the winner of the Singapore Migrant Worker Poetry Competition. She's originally from Indonesia, but now based in Singapore. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Have a nice year. Maybe the best place to start would be uh to hear your own stories of what brought you to where you are. Um, Warsan, maybe you can start us off. How did how did you end up in Jakarta where you are now?
1: Uh about my journey from Africa to middle of Asia or Southern Asia country, it really was long and seeking a safe and a piece of my to be a survivor i coming from Somalia. Drop of many countries like Malaysia, then we came by boat to Indonesia. And I came to Indonesia early of 2017. That there's no one. Uh, this country have no any rights to refugee can be survive here. And that really make our life difficult. And the general number of refugees about 14,000 almost. And in the Arbego logo idea, we start early of 2000s the start of conversation was starting because of having our as a refugee right of voice and the right of to would what we want after we get a many challenges and many problems about political journalism, media and social media that are changing consistently
0: so just to, just to clarify, Warsan, the Archipelago Writers Group, as well as the magazine, um, is it for all refugees who are currently in Indonesia, or is it for refugees from other refugees from Somalia?
1: Oh, the Archipelago is your old refugee in Indonesia. We have Afghanistan, Somalia, Eritrea, Sudan, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, I think, like almost 10-country backgrounds in different backgrounds. Manimar, like our editor of journalism is from Rohingya. So it is the most of them, it's a diversity. And then we would like to engage the other refugee writers and artists that can appeal to say their words or, or to make their work, the rest of the world can hear it. Uh, so that's where we start at the end of 2019, group of writers in, in Jakarta, based in Jakarta and Seshawar in East Java, to collect their writers and say their words directly without representative, And really that make the refugee feel comfortable because they can engage more real information and they reach more people together. So this magazine is a free online and
0: platform and um, I want to get back to um, the kind of writing that you feature. But first, um, let's bring Sugi into the conversation as well. So, Sugi, you are currently based in uh, Singapore, but you're originally from um, yeah. Java.
2: Yeah, from Java, Central Java.
0: Yeah. So what brought you to Singapore? Tell us a little bit about your journey.
2: Uh, what brought me to Singapore is, uh, you know, the the dream of to and money. To have money on in my pocket because I was, uh, my parents is not well off. They kind of struggle struggling to bring us up, and the fact that you know I don't want to be the burden for my parents as well.
0: So what do you do in Singapore?
2: Uh, I was a domestic worker doing the household chores like, uh, and maybe see the children as well doing a cooking, cleaning, and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: And um, and tell me a little bit about your entry into um, this field of writing and, and poetry, because I believe you were the winner of the Migrant Worker Poetry Competition. What made you want to join? I think I just, at the time
2: when I was joining, at first I was joining a writing class, and then I, I saw this uh, event on Facebook and I wanted to join but the first time I joined I didn't make it the second time I didn't make it as well and I think uh, the one my entries is my third try like everybody said the drum is a charm <laughs> yeah and uh, because at the time uh, I just want to see what's what's in me what else you know like i want to explore in the area and maybe share my you know my thoughts. And how I feel about, you know, what's going on around me. It's not always about me and also what about what's happening on social media or my friends and everything.
0: So this Global, uh, global Migrant Festival, of course, um, brings together yep. all of these various stories of different kinds of migration, different experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both of you are writers. Both of you work with words. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, what is the importance of the words we use?
1: This is really great question. I mean, like when you said that question, you can touch my heart directly. <laughs> Whenever I take my pen into the, my notebook or my notebook, really, I feel like freedom. Like I feel all my words go into the peaceful way, without rejection, without analyzing, without checking grammar, because I can write my emotion, my feeling with security place. And that is makes me to engage myself, even my mental health and my future and to forget the dilemma, equal violence, stigma that I pass it away. So as a refugee or immigrant writer, Whenever we write down something, it's not something applying in academic or career. It's something that comes from a human feeling and totally give you a picture or a photo where we are living on at that time. So as a collective writer, whenever I get a thousand of the stories of Mr. in, in refugee for different backgrounds, from Asia, from Central Africa, I felt these words is not come from someone saying as a reference, but it's come from the owner of this problem or experienced ones.
0: And Suki, any thoughts?
2: Yeah, uh, as, as a migrant myself, I think uh, for some people they will they they use writing to express their struggle for being migrant away from a family and. Uh, the dispute that they have between the employer, employee and the agents and the living condition where they're working and the discrimination that they they face uh, on daily life and on my personal uh, notes that I do writing, I prefer to write behind the migrants, like uh, not, Not about what the migrant facing, but what migrants have before they come or before they become a migrant, about their family, uh, their family struggle or the reason why they become a migrant and what they left behind, what are the dreams that they have to become a migrant.
0: So, why is it important to have uh, a festival like this, which brings together different kinds of migrants with different kinds of experiences, but all together under one particular umbrella?
2: Because maybe um, for migrants, at least we have a platform to showcase what we have before becoming migrants or what we're passionate about. We want to share to people that we're not just a migrant, we are something else migrants is maybe like a just like daily job it's just normal work it's just we have something else this want to showcase and also we want to promote uh you know a harmony within the community and we also uh wants to tell people that don't see us as you know as a migrant i want them to see us as more than what we are
1: yeah really uh when we talk about migrant, migrant, although they have a different definition. Definition is so as kind of, I am not someone or a, as a refugee, not people choose to live, but the migrant is people choose to live. I can say this festival is honored us, really, it's amazing. Like make us human, because sometimes as a refugee community, we feel we are wasted. Because no one hear our voice, no one allowed us to talk. But this global immigrant first day, I see the email invitation. I was like, oh, i they sure these guys they won't invite us. And he said, yeah, this is yeah, this immigrant immigrant word. But we can talk. Yes, you can talk. The global immigrant festival really shows us another dream that we can still alive and we can still talk our needs. And we can make a network, friends like you and others around us. So I am feel proud of to be part of this on behalf of my graffiti community in Indonesia.
0: Mm. I was also wondering about the fact that this year, it because it's online, it also means that um, the both of you can speak to a much larger audience than just the place that you are in.
1: Amazing, yeah. Maybe you cannot come to Jakarta or cannot, I do not fly to Singapore or where you are based or now. But now I give a great opportunity that just I click the Zoom, then I can read here.
2: Yeah, it's very important. So maybe people who don't know us finally notice us. And it's a great platform as well for migrants like me and my friends to so showcase what we can do behind the, you know, what we do in daily life.
0: So, we do need to take a quick break, but when we come back, okay. I, I also want to hear about what each of you are doing in the festival itself. I'm speaking with writer Wasan Witsan, who is the co director of the Archipelago Writers Collective, as well as Sugi who is a poet and a playwright. Um, she was also the winner of the 2018 Singapore Migrant Worker Poetry Competition. And they're both a part of the Global Migrant Festival, which is currently happening online until the 29th of November. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening listening to Front Row on the Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture, and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. I'm speaking with writer Warsan Witsan and poet and playwright Sugiyarthi about the Global Migrant Festival. Uh, They're a part of it as well, and that's currently happening online until the 29th of November. Um, So the both of you uh, spoke a little bit before the break about your own journey to being a part of this festival. I'm curious to hear what you are actually doing in the festival. Uh, Sugary, do you want to start off?
2: My part is I write a play with the birth migrant theater. It's uh, the title is Lukma and It's about domestic worker and the change that she has after she's working in Singapore for maybe a few sometimes, and she's kind of like bring the change back to her village and you know kind of a culture shock for her traditional mother and the way she speaks is different and the way she wear clothes is also different and the fact that maybe uh, one of her relatives doesn't want her to be a domestic worker and it's it's a good uh, thing also because I want to introduce my language to either audience because we're doing it in Japanese language instead of English but there's a subtitle that you can uh uh you can read and and also uh one thing that I like is yes, this is like uh like a woman for because it's all uh three women who play all the characters in here. I'm quite proud of it and the fact that I want also want to uh send message that it's okay for you to change but don't forget for you know where you come from and who you are, your identity. Just don't take the whole change just feels a little bit you know mm-hmm. i think that's
0: all about it so it's called look ma i'm british right yes yeah um, and uh, are you performing in it as well yes i'm
2: performing as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's you and two other i'm performing
2: women. as i think <laughs> yes the other. i think i was the the lead actors on the, on the play so. as <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> so what brought you from um, from writing poetry to wanting to try to write a play?
2: I think because I write first be- before I uh, write the story before I write the poem. Because in writing story, sometimes it's kind of really what's bothering me and you know, what's going on around me as well. Like even though maybe I'll ask what this is happening, what is happening and I don't have an answer and I don't have Maybe uh, people to explain to me what's going on, so it's kind of a uh, big really, for me to just write it out and maybe make my own, uh, you know, answer for my question without anybody justifying my question or my answer.
0: And Warsan, tell me about your um, your session in the Global Migrants Festival.
2: We are, acting the
1: the RBGOLOGO is a magazine online and website platform that we're building on the home of literature from all immigration people. Immigrant people around the world. So what we are doing is uh, to train them, the, art, the writers, artistic uh, people for photographers and any kind of fiction or memorial. And we was collecting large number of refugees for different countries because they have a different issue and different background. And our Main vision is not only to make art focus for refugees, but it is to bring this world. New writers and new artists that have a dream to become a writer. I always remember when first my article published in the world, like international website. It's kind of dream. The other followers from, they said, Watson, is your article? Yeah. yeah. Are you refugee still? So I said, yeah, still I'm refugee and my writing came out.
0: So in the festival, what are you actually presenting? Are you part of a discussion or are you doing readings? What is the session? Uh, we're
1: doing, uh, we doing readings and we are part of discussion, like what we can bring this world again and what we can add for more. So we also looking for more leadership, more membership people can be joining us during this immigrant festival, but we're doing a piece of our own writing. It's like I read my own writing, like the refugee writing article based on our own stories.
0: Now, I mentioned earlier how one of the good things about this year's festival is that... uh, it is so reachable by everybody else, uh, by, by people beyond just where you are. Um, but of course, the reason for that is because of this global pandemic, the COVID-19. Yeah. And I was a little curious about how your own, um, experiences, how, how have your lives been affected and changed by what's happening now? The inability to, to move around, to have to stay home and to do physical distancing. How has this impacted your life and, and your work?
2: As for work maybe because of during the pandemic uh the school has uh, to do like online class so th- the kids is at home all the time during those days and i have to be in the kitchen wall because i have to prepare lunch uh, breakfast and you know and everything and social wise the thing uh you know prevent me to see my friend and do like the activity that we always done and also kind of uh well, at least we have like a Zoom or WhatsApp call that we still can communicate through that, and and also uh, during the pandemic, we also still doing what we are do, but instead of meeting face to face, we are doing it on, online as well. Like my writing is produced when we doing this uh, playwright writing with uh, our mentor, Mister Harish Sharma from the Necessary Stage.
0: And Warsan, what about you? How has this year been for you?
1: It makes difficult, really. In the beginning of the pandemic, it makes everything close. Like training this workshop is gathering to our writers because many of our writers didn't have any enough equipment or like laptop or working internet. Then always when we meet face-to-face and train each other as a refugee, was more productive. But finally, struggling a lot. We create to keep everything on track, and that's why we change our meetings in online, and we reach by Zoom, challenging by smartphones. So, really, make it, when we see the positive side. We get a lot of time to try more, to discuss more than going outside. (laughs) And the other negative side is like we feel like lack of women.
0: Do you find that um, this year, because of COVID, because of all sorts of fears that people are having, that the way that people are reacting to migrants, the way people are treating migrants has changed?
2: It's very obvious people really change towards migrants as well. Some are negative, some are positive, some uh, might be supporting us because they know the struggle that we had as migrants and some who cannot blame us for the pandemic because some of the thing that this pandemic uh, is, you know, migrant who brought the pandemic in this country, that's what I believe. And for from, from my, I didn't have any personal experience for what I heard, like people will blame uh Maybe domestic work or for gathering around. Even though they they kind of uh, do social distancing, but they still lame them. But when maybe the expats or maybe the rich people do the same in the community? I maybe mean, I'm not gonna say all the community, but some part. Uh, they this person didn't say anything. Like if they they really uh you know discriminate us just because we are migrants. So like everything that like we do is wrong, in their in their eyes.
1: Yeah, really. That is a important question for me as living in this country and without writers. So it seems we have a extra pressure for everyone, but uh, we didn't stay silent. We need to talk about our needs. So we have them. I was writers. They write an article about how refugee going on it. Then we publish it in different international newspapers. Then we found some people taking care of us, like giving masks, hygiene, how refugees can be staying in pandemic time in a safe way. We don't have rights. Sometimes when there's a donation or something like that, we cannot appeal to join because of right, legal way. But when we write in an article about situation or history about situation or say an urgent article that makes people understand more about how refugees going on, especially in campus, those live independently. So the pandemic makes the refugee in Indonesia their life more harder than before. But as the Arabic Legal Magazine publishing a story and saying the word to people, they make them to back attention. Oh, there's a refugee with us. Let's give something. So that is, I see, I, I can say, whenever you say something from, or you have a place to write your words, it can be reachable. So that's the way we are struggling.
0: <laughs> Tell me about the the role or the importance of arts or, or literature when it comes to telling stories about migrants. What does it do that is different from, say, reading news or um, you know, or other forms of expression?
1: Oh, totally, it's different. When you are reading news, you're reading uh, someone's words or like event, something in common. But when you're reading a story, or when you read a pottery, or when you read an artist with explanation, paragraph, you're feeling, in feeling, you follow that person, the words, slowly, slowly, until you feel you are that person or you are that position. Sometimes when I'm reading stories, I get my tears come out. Like, I'm a like, girl of Afghanistan and I never in Afghanistan. So you can feel like this person was going through the aid. So totally is different engagement and different feeling. And even we publish it, they have a different strong management. When we say refugee of Indonesia, lack of education, something like that, we talk about more targeting policy, political system, human rights. But when I talk about what happened to me when I was 12 years, it's totally different. Show you another channel of my life.
0: Mm. So what do you hope that people will take away from attending the events in this festival? What do you want people to understand about, about migrants?
2: Okay, what I want people um, for this is maybe they will embrace us more welcome us in their community and not just seeing us as a migrants. Respect us, you know what we can, well, what we are doing, in in this country as well. Because I, I believe that we contribute a lot being in the in the domestic sector or in the construction sector, and just take uh, the good or the positive that we we have in ourselves. What some?
1: The platform. We would like to say or to represent in this festival immigrant. Uh, globally, the Arabic logo stands for encourage and um, produce and make some dreams come true for immigrant people live in certain Asia, in Indonesia and Australia also. So, what we need it or what we want to discover it, it is important if you join us to our journey and make our dreams and vision to reach it. I and mean, many other messages. Immigrant people and refugee, not just complaining people. They also have productive, and they are educated, and they can make a wonderful. So I am encourage the privileged people wherever they are in this world, uh, just see the positive and productive way that immigrant in your country on your place bring to you on bring to the world.
0: Thank you so much, Warsan. Thank you, Sugi. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. I've been speaking with writer Warsan Witsan, who is the co-director of the Archipelago Writers Collective, as well as a poet, playwright, Sugiyarthi. Warsan is from Somalia, but she's now in Jakarta. Uh, And uh, Sugiyarthi is from Indonesia, and she's currently in Singapore. So we've been talking about the Global Migrant Festival, which they're both being featured in, as well as a whole lineup of other migrant arts makers and their works. There's uh, music, there's film, there's prose, poetry, plays, Photographies, discussions happening as well and all of that is happening until the 29th of november it's already started last weekend and uh, everyone is free to attend for more information go to globalmigrantfestival.com it's all being streamed online if you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments you can download the podcasts on bfm.my on our bfm app or on spotify you've been listening to front row on the bigger picture bfm 89.9